This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. She should have put him back on the rack. You can add that to me. Hi, Swallowers. Welcome back to Hard to Swallow Podcast. I'm your host, Emery Lavelle J. On Instagram and Twitter as Ain't I Emery. And of course, I'm joined here with some Negroes I know. Ooh. Y'all. Joining me now on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Mar is Lyrical Mar. I have a throwback for you tonight. Oh. It goes. I hope you, glad you've been checking me. I know what you're talking about. Got me tripping on my own feet. Okay. You got I me hope- bugging, boy. You bring me, me some of dough. Yes. Yes. Don't and make, I'm going to make for you. I'm going to save myself. Okay. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, it's Aries season. <laughs> Child, and it I can't wait for it to be over. Yes, Aries season wow. is here. I was so tired of Pisces season. Me too. This just smelled like so much pussy and fried fish. I couldn't oh, deal wow. with it. <laughs> also joining me. Is Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Lids Wags. <laughs> hey, y'all. I have a two-liner from yes. my daughter. Upcoming. <laughs> Look for it this week. Baby mama coochie, I don't even have a child. Put the pussy on and make a nigga want to growl. Okay, that's the preview, bitch. Because she's going to... Cause that pussy's gonna make another shit, another nigga shit growl. Ooh, it's work. gonna. Yes, and it somebody's is. gonna be mad. As fuck. You know what, Miss Sweetie, that is mother baby hair, no shade. Mother you gotta, baby, you gotta, you gotta give it to her. It's mother, that's mother baby hair. Mother baby hair. And Every time I see her baby a good hair, good ass toothbrush, bitch. Ooh, I just want to kiss her <laughs> on her forehead. I want to kiss her right on her forehead, girl. Yeah, her edge control, they said it smells like strawberries. And mm. she have her own edge control. And she says she loves the Oral-B toothbrush. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Said, I know she used a toothbrush. I'm like, Ooh. Yeah, she is, she's like, she don't like the edge brush. She said it's too hard. It is she's, hard. She likes a regular, you know, like a toothbrush. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, you know your daughter, don't you? <laughs> she's one of my favorites I'm not gonna lie I mean she always look good what's not to love about her <laughs> oh wow that was really vapid and shallow it, well listen you gotta sell me something <laughs> <laughs> you gotta sell me something I'm, listen I'm kidding that's how I feel too <laughs> that's how I feel she's really good she's really good to look at yes it's she's always really polished. smart and graduated from USC. That's yeah, really why I like her. It sets smart. her apart from a lot of these girls. And she has a confidence that... Well, what does that matter these days, Lindsay? Yeah. One day it matters, one day it doesn't. Who are you? Well, it matters to me. Oh, okay. Well, well, now we know. 
Well, I like her college girl. I like I like educated girls. I do. I can definitely tell that it's Aries season because bitches are coming out with gloves. Okay, you know how. Okay, it's not even that. (laughs) It's not that. But but I do love Sweetie though. Yes, she's a sweetheart. And I'm and I'm glad she's free. But we'll talk about that later. Yes, honey, we're gonna get into it. I have to say congratulations to Lena Bloom. She is the first trans yes. model to pose for Squirts Illustrated. Love to see Congratulations. It. It's amazing. Congratulations. The fact that it took this long, but you know what? She's the right girl for the job. Okay. Yeah. I bet she can't even fit in her motherfucking rocking chair. Goodbye. It's so big. <laughs> Head biggest shit now, huh? But I love to see it. See, I'm, see, see, see. No, that's my sis. I don't, listen, I don't know if she has a big head or not. Um, but I guess at this point, she really should. No, okay? she should. And I, yeah. I call everybody that walk face. I say they all got big heads. That's yeah, because they all, they all do have big. Heads. They do all. Have listen, big heads. And it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. And I mean that literally, like y'all have big heads, but Oop. yes. Oop. And um, you especially. I have a huge ass. <laughs> not, not you. I'm talking about somebody else. <laughs> uh, but no, yes, I, I know her from <laughs> Chicago. For those who don't know her, um, outside of this, she's a big name in ballroom. She used to be Amy Glur, and before that, she was a Lacroix. And okay. Lacroix. so keep it up and your time is now and it's not going to stop yes also I want to say congratulations to Cardi B on her fifth number one on Billboard word come on Ben Caliz yes yes love to see it love to see oh, it oh and got the diamond come on just come on Ben Caliz <laughs> all right Whew. okay so y'all already fighting but bitch it was a real fight on live television <laughs> 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 on the talk Sharon Osbourne lashed out on Cheryl Underwood. Osbourne and Underwood got into a heated debate regarding Osbourne's support for her longtime friend, Pierce Morgan. And Morgan has been called out on his racism and his comments and disbelief of Meghan Markle's account um, in her interview with Oprah Winfrey while she was with the royal family in the UK. So (laughs) I think I'm going to start with this first. I have a few things to say. First of all, I hated seeing the way that Cheryl Underwood had to breastfeed and coddle (laughs) Sharon at her big age on national television. It was so disgusting to see. Because I know as a community, we always have to be mindful of our tone and passion. Otherwise, you come off looking like the aggressor, the antagonizer. We have to also, I'm sorry to cut you off, but we have to keep in mind, too, that Cheryl is at work. She was at work. And that's what I was about to say, because, you know, 
she took the role as the moderator that day for the first time in place of Carrie Ann um, Anaba, I think. Anaba. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so nevertheless, the fact that we can't even enlighten a white person on what racism means in peace. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I, I hate to see that. She had to massage her thin fucking shoulders and veiny feet to diffuse a situation that she didn't even start. Look at the way the media even handed it. It was a heated debate, right? They called it a heated debate. No, bitch. Sharon was heated <laughs> by her goddamn self because she wanted to defend her rich, royalist, and racist-ass friend. But you know what? Let's talk about it. Sharon and Piers. How was that racist, you asked? So you think because you don't say nigga and you didn't call Megan an albino monkey that you are devoid of racism, right? <laughs> because you have no slaves and your cotton wasn't picked, it was purchased, that you can't possibly be racist. Anytime a person of color speaks about their experience in white spaces, white people should be silent and listening. How are you denying a lived experience that you cannot live? It's the privilege, the microaggressions, the arrogance, the implication that you somehow are the final judge to verify anything. And it's all rooted in white supremacy. Is it even really hard to believe that the UK, a monarchy known for colonialism, might be anxious about a dab of black blood entering the royal family? Mm -hmm. Make it make sense. First of all, let's just be honest. Pierce doesn't believe her because she paid his old ass and <laughs> his old racist ass. And let me and let's be clear: just because he wanted to fuck and he wanted a piece doesn't mm-hmm. mean that he's not racist. Let's be clear: if anybody tries to say that shit, because he was using it, and you could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know after she met the prince it's giving or whatever he is it's giving you know why would I ever so fuck you you're racist um, and you know he got read by that weatherman that's on good morning mm-hmm. you know, UK I guess mm-hmm. and he looked like he had a little something in him too I said <laughs> yes oh my gosh I can't I, I'm oh but, man, I looked it so up. So anyway, but that's but that's besides the point. Uh, he's a BIPOC. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> I think. And uh, but I was really upset about the and you don't try and cry. I should be the one who's crying. Yes. Um, those were to me fighting words. And. Cheryl was so gracious. Like, I can't even be upset with her because to me, it's just like a moment where she let Sharon show who she is. And that's what needed to be shown. After, you know, you would, you, if you were sitting in the chair, you, you'd say, oh, well, I would have said, well, I would have said, you know, let's just, let's just let her be, just let her talk and everyone will see. Um, so I think Sharon is, I think um, Cheryl Underwood is safe. And we'll protect her at all costs. Better believe that. Um, but that part right there was fighting words. Um, I wish Whoopi Goldberg was somewhere around because she's kind of the only black woman that can get upset on TV and they pay it. 
Isn't that right? <laughs> She's kind of the only one that, you know, goes off. Oh, you, you have to be extremely decorated to check white motherfuckers on television, basically. Yeah. But you know what? I, I But it was making me cringe to see her yeah. sitting there apologizing, like, no, I didn't mean it like that. You know, take my titty. Don't know. <laughs> It wasn't quite like that. She did eloquently, um, run, you know, run Sharon down what how the conversation went, and she did close it no, off. No, I know. feel no, like the situation um, became Sharon? about let me calm you down as opposed to let me explain what the fuck racism is. Exactly. Um, here I did true. feel bad for Cheryl uh, for two reasons. Um, you let this white woman demand you to take your breast out. So she, so you could feed her with it, but then she rejected it and left you with your nipple exposed. She really thinks she, I think really, I think Cheryl was hurt by that. She was. Because unfortunately, sometimes it takes something like this to really show how white people feel about you. Now, Cheryl is speaking to her graciously. She's speaking to her as a friend. She said, I'm looking at you. That's a woman. That is my friend. She, Sharon, was still being belligerent with her. Mm -hmm. There is not one time where she's not being, she was relentless. Mm -hmm. Educate me. Educate. Tell me exactly what he said that was racist. Girl. Elaine Winteroff, the other um, person of color on the show, she's biracial, but I believe she identifies as a Black woman. She stayed quiet because she's new. Sharon um, was not, she was so indignant. And that's the thing, like running to save a white man. They always will in the end. Mm -hmm. They will always run to save their men. And I think Cheryl, that's the first time she actually probably saw Sharon in that light. And it hurt her. Mm -hmm. I don't know where their relationship stands today because... Even in her interview with Kevin Frazier, she's victimizing herself, claiming that, you know, she was blindsided. They went over questions and supposedly something about they went over how this was supposed to go before they went on air. And then she noticed that Cheryl and Elaine, the two black women on the panel, were reading from cards and she felt completely blindsided. Like, they're not supposed to have questions about you being indignant about supporting someone who's openly been racist. Exactly. And you're so worried about being called a racist instead of actually fucking being racist. You know what I mean? I'm so sick of that shit. that, That shit is burning me. And it's coming up more and more as people... White people so consumed with the idea of them being, you know, looked at as racist or seeming racist. They're spending so much time being caught up in that. 
when they should devote the time to not being racist. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Don't she's call not me even that. trying to take the under she's not even trying to take the time to understand what Cheryl is actually saying. And did she even really want an answer? No, she didn't. No. Because you've already made up in your mind that Pierce Morgan's behavior was okay because he has sworn loyalty to the queen because he's a royalist and he grew up this way. But that's exactly why he should be shutting his fucking mouth. He lives in a bubble. He he's does, a racist. How can he possibly <laughs> know what Megan has experienced? Yeah, because he lives his life as a mixed race woman. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. You know, he right. lives his life as a woman who has a black, a Jamaican mother, a black Jamaican mother. Because he knows all about that. Imagine somebody that, that wasn't there. <laughs> Don't know her personally. You're right. What are we talking about? I, Pierce knows this. Yeah. Oh, no, we have to... <sighs> you know, quantify her, um, you know, credibility to determine based on what? She's black. <laughs> that she's black. She's black. Yeah. Because her skin makes her claims questionable. But the, but the, uh, the footage of him talking about Megan when he first met her is remarkable. I mean, <laughs> she, I mean, she was the most beautiful... It seemed like it was the, the first black woman he'd ever seen. <laughs> she was the most beautiful black woman he'd ever seen. He was using it. Uh, you know, he wanted to have another drink. She said, no, I have to go. She went to a party and met her man and left him there, you know, with his yeah. pinky out. Because we're, we're, black people are nice enough to fetishize and adore, but you know, when shit start hitting the fan and we start calling you out and your queen, then it gets complicated. <laughs> well, that other that that black woman uh, in the UK was reading Pierce as well, and she was like, "Look!" She was like, "Look at you talking about the queen." She was like, <laughs> "She was like, look at you talking about the queen." She was like, "If the queen does something wrong, you hold her accountable like everybody else." I was like, "Come on, yeah. honey." <laughs> She said, look at you. Loaded with the queen. Right? <laughs> he was reading him. I, know, um, I, I want everybody to really pay attention, not even just people in the UK, but even white Americans. Remember the way what, just last episode <laughs> we were talking about, um, what's her name? Um, who which had, one? The, with the talk show that Kenya had to read. No, I'm sorry, the Amarosa had to read. Bethany oh, Frankel. Bethany, Bethany yes. Frankel. We just right away, like, oh, get out of here. I'm not. Why is that your immediate reaction towards a black woman? Because they can't, <laughs> well, first of all, they know see it's certain things they can't say. Like we know, we know that we collectively, know. Meghan Markle has never referred to herself as a black woman. Right. No probably ever in her life nor do i don't think there are any black identified experiences in her life either aside from uh straightening her hair to within an inch of its life possibly very oh. few 
<laughs> you know, until them now. ringlets are gone. Until now. Until now. Now you're Until getting now. Now, you're, now you're the black one. Yeah. And, and this to be is frank, probably it could all be... very it was probably all very eye-opening for her, even with a black mom. Right. You know, but mm-hmm. it was probably all very eye-opening still for her. Yep. Because she referred to herself as a person of color. Right. But to be and, frank, and okay. I, I don't think that the monarchy wants anything that is mm-hmm. that one non-white. They don't it, yeah. it, no, that can't be in here. <clears throat> and that cannot be in here. Black, Asian, whatever. No, we don't purebred. <laughs> well, congratulations, Megan, because she has a daughter on the way. <clears throat> Megan D. Markle. Yeah. I wish you the best. I wish yep. you the best. And we're going to leave that along. And then now we're going to talk about Kevin Frazier. Because Osborne <sighs> did apologize. And she made like a lengthy statement. Um, she was like, after some reflection, after sitting down with your comments and sitting with my heart, I would like to address the discussion. I have always been embraced with so much love and support from the Black community, and I have deep respect and love for the Black community to anyone of color that I offended or to anyone that feels confused to, or let down by what I said. I am truly sorry. That's Sharon Osborne speaking. Yes, that's Sharon what so, did she say? If what did she say? If anyone? No, she, she said she, um to anyone <laughs> that I offended. Mm-hmm. I don't think to anyone that feels <laughs> or let down by what I said. I am sorry. Now <laughs> Lizzie was checking she for didn't that. Say yeah. if, she didn't say <laughs> if, but there's actually more to that statement. I just don't have time to read all of it. But um, the thing is, when she sat down with Kevin Frazier. She was a little indignant. Yeah, she was still angry. I was blindsided. I wasn't expecting that, you know. Because two black women can ask you shit about race, huh? And it wasn't a hard question. (laughs) The question, mind you, if you go watch the clip, the question was literally something like, so what do you have to say for people that may feel that you're... Defense, you defending your friend's racist points of view may make you one as well. And they just, she just want that's what triggered her. But that's the part that was like, she never said that you were. She said, What do you have to say? She gave you a chance. But that implication, it was an implication made in that question, and that triggered her. And because it triggered her, that's why she knows there's something wrong with it. Because it should not have elicited. If you were very confident and about what you were doing in terms of your friend, bitch, it should not have elicited that response. Right. Period. Okay, darling. So, you know, she had her crying moment and she did her interview. And then after her interview, Kevin Frazier even went further a black man, by the way, from <sighs> Entertainment Tonight. He t- goes on Twitter. Was it no? Was it Twitter or Instagram? I, I don't know where he went. I believe it was. Instagram somewhere. I think it was Instagram because one of the tags responded. 
And she tells Black women to educate <clears throat> Sharon Osbourne. So now, the Instagram post was deleted since then, but he tagged... <laughs> He tagged Amanda Seals, Meghan Markle, Cheryl Underwood, and Holly Robinson-Pete to arrange a summit to discuss. For <laughs> <laughs> this 68-year-old woman who can hear, she can hear, she can see, she can also read. Right. So a that we know has of. to be held in order to tell this woman, old woman, <laughs> If Kevin Frazier don't go somewhere, if he don't right. go somewhere. First of all, um, stop telling black women what the fuck to do. Stop Let's start telling <laughs> black women what to do. <laughs> First of all, and, and Amanda and Seals. secondly, you, you you couldn't wait to put on those red briefs to go <laughs> running to hog freaking rescue. Just oh my what god. Is that about? I just don't, the way folks rush as to white women's as, defense. As soon as he saw her on the TV, he probably was putting that left foot through that left hole <laughs> on those red briefs and pulling them up. And by the time the interview was over, he was on his way to save the day. He had, made a, he had made a motherfucking clip into an S and put it on his chest. I'm <laughs> Superman. Yeah. I'm super bitch. I'ma I, save my white woman. <laughs> the way they be ready to take off their motherfucking sports coats, so you know they can work, put it over their rain mm -hmm. puddle. Put what it over is the that puddle. about? <laughs> like, oh my god! And my fair lady, yo. my ass over the puddle, baby. Let me oh. tell you something. Walk on me. Amanda Seals was not having it. And Amanda she gave very much that oh you God. never, ever, 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 ever in your life. <laughs> Amanda still read the shit out of all of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't you in never minutes. in your life. I don't know why you even called me. You know me. And you know, know Amanda's you not going to pay it. You know. <laughs> no, you know that. She's you not know. that type of girl. It's Thank two God. people you don't tag. She is not that type of girl. It's honey. many people. You don't tag any of them. But it's two people that if you tag, you better be ready. And that is Amanda oh. Seals and Angela Rye. Mm -hmm. You better right. be ready to come up. Baby, let me tell you something. And she had, did not hold back. She did nope. not. And she made a good point because she was like, you tagging Holly Robinson Pete. She is a victim of Sharon's bullshit. Exactly. Let me tell you something. Bitch, you can drive Miss Daisy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you can drive her if you want. Do you go in the day, baby? <laughs> 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 but <laughs> he's that type. He's that type. <laughs> that, that's it right there. Go ahead, right say there. it again. You're going to say it, What do you say, Lindsay? Say it. I do can't. it. Yes, you can. <laughs> I want Lindsay to do it specifically. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs>
I can't even breathe. (laughs) I'm turning red. But that's exactly, that's exactly it. It Just because you got to drive her ass around town (laughs) don't mean everybody else do. Right. Especially no Amanda Seals. Come on. It was ridiculous. Mm -mm. Amanda Seals is like Miss Sophia. (laughs) <laughs> fine, fine. Yeah, I'll fight all y'all. Okay, fine, fine. Yeah. Fight all y'all. That video, that video made that video made me feel so warm though, her response. And then when she was reading Sharon too, I was like, thank God she said something. Like people like her, right. She's she called like her, her trash ass. No, but she sure like did. Her, you never have to feel like there's no one doing it. You know what I mean? She did it. She did what we would all do if we got Basically, the opportunity. like, Kevin, why did you even do that? Why did you even tag me? Well, yeah. I, I I was getting my life when she's like, let me take off this motherfucking headband. Like, I need to. These, like, these accomplished <laughs> Black women are going to, okay, they're going to get on the phone, the group chat, and yeah. When, I guess we'll have a brunch for Sharon. And then at Girl. the brunch, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Let me pull out today's <laughs> lesson plan. So today, we're going to start with... And I no. guess we'll start, yeah. And this is what we'll do. Accomplished Black women. That's what we would be reduced to. There are no It was insulting. It's if actually you, insulting. If you don't get the fuck... Kevin Frazier should be ashamed of himself. He, he wrote some other shit. I don't even know what it was after Amanda Seals read him. And like, you know, what I was trying to do. I don't give a damn what you, you were trying, you to, trying do. to do. <laughs> Bitch, you do it. You do it. You, you do black. It. You want her to be educated right. so bad while right. you're driving her around? <laughs> you give her. her the resources then. Right. The fuck? I wish, oh, child. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all be making me kiki. I'm listen. I'm kikiing when the people that are listening are kikiing at y'all too. Okay, <laughs> because it's a kiki. It's true. Driving her around, Lindsay. I love that. You hit that on the nail, honey. Mm-hmm. Driving Miss Daisy, bitch. Listen, all I just want the moral of the story to be: it is not black people's job to educate to- y'all. What racism is. You can read. Google is your <laughs> friend. Okay. Right. If you're Thank really, if you're really so, you know, invested in not wanting to be racist, there's a wealth of information. There's a dearth of information available to you these on the information the same, superhighway. These are the same motherfucking people addicted to making Yelp reviews. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, go read your reviews and no little articles on what racism <laughs> is. You read everything else. You read everything else. Go read that. Go read that. Okay. And I even want, let's say for me, well, I don't even really have any close white friends, but if I did, if the only reason I would be educating a white person is if they were in my close circle 
and they ask me a question. We're not close with you. Why are you tagging people that yeah, Sharon right. don't even exactly know? Right. I don't exactly care about right. this bitch. We don't know her. They don't know her. Yeah. And the person that you're supposed to be friends with on national television, you was yelling and cussing at you her. You was yelling and cussing at her like she was your servant. And you left her with her nipple exposed. And she <laughs> was trying to give you the titty it. and you ain't wanting. <laughs> <laughs> so pity. allegedly to close out um yes that cheryl did say that they did speak mm. she didn't reveal the details of their conversation but she said that she did feel like she was in a place of she wanted to learn and they did have a conversation about it afterwards i don't know what that means and cheryl <laughs> You handle it the way that you want to handle it because it is with you. But I do think there needs to be an examination on your need to protect her the way that you are. That's all I got to say. about. Well, let me tell you something, Cheryl. This bitch has a lot to learn. So when you're teaching her, take off your show wig, sit there in your cornrows and get a (laughs) fucking snack because y'all going to be there a minute. Okay, baby. All right. And tell, um, never mind. I was going to read her daughter, but <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Since we're talking about Kelly, you know, Kelly thinks that all Latinx people clean toilets. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. She, Remember and she that? Was so, she was so stern, too. I couldn't believe her. She just knew what she, she was thought. Saying. She thought she she thought she was gonna get a standing ovation, didn't she? <laughs> she that's the that's the confidence she gave it with. She said, "Oh well, then who's gonna clean your toilet?" So uh, <laughs> she tried to give it like, "Sweetie, I am making the the point." I actually and I'm like, think, "Wow, that I didn't even mean to bring that up." But that situation really, to me, mirrors Sharon's yeah. behavior. Like how y'all Absolutely. live in a bubble. Yeah. Y'all don't even know. Completely insensitive, completely tone deaf, don't give a damn. Yeah. Which, by the way, I would consider both of them probably kind of, well, I don't know about Sharon, but I would consider um, Kelly pretty left. Mm-hmm. But it's still ingrained. It's and still if ingrained. You're, and if you're not um, doing the work constantly, reading and listening to people, then this is you're going to hold those same inherent attitudes. You know what I mean? That's it's what so people important. don't get. Just because you show up to a few um, LGBT rallies and mm-hmm. a few, you know, you say things in solidarity with people doesn't even mean you understand the issues and mm-hmm. what really what what's really going on and how mm-hmm. certain things really affect these groups. Right. And it doesn't mean there's not room for more growth. Absolutely. Child, I'm still learning things. We all are. And if you ain't still learning, guess what? If you ain't still growing, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. Yep. Now, stop Asian hate. Stop it. <laughs> stop Asian hate. Stop, stop Asian, Asian hate. hate. So, 
eight Asian Americans were murdered in a right terrorist attack last week. And it definitely has sparked national outrage. Um, it really began because the police couldn't even call it what it really is in its terrorism. They couldn't white, call white terrorism. White terrorism. They couldn't call a white man going on some type of rampage. Two, he went to two spas and somehow killed eight Asian people. They couldn't call that terrorism. Anything white less is a problem. Lord. And the others were shot as well. Um. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. So um, it has sparked a lot of conversations about Asian fetishization and calls for support and being invisible. And just there has been a growth in the number of bashings against um, Asian people. I think I've even seen some of the media coverage, if you haven't, of like random older Asian people being attacked, just walking down the street. Which is it's disgusting. Disgusting. And I mean, that's literally just walking, living their life um, and just being ran up on and punched in the back of the head. Not even robbed, just hit. I'm like, what is this even about? <laughs> so um, it definitely causes for conversation and you have our support and our empathy. Now, there is a piece that does not sit well with me. So NBC, in covering this news, felt the need to share this on Twitter, an article on how Black people can be strong allies for Asian Americans. Wait a minute. Did they say Black people? They said how Black people can be strong allies for Asian Americans. <laughs> so... um that better ha was it a black person typing black people or was it a white person type of type of black people? Because if it was a white person typing black people, you know what you're doing. You want me to be honest? I don't give a fuck who typed that because, <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> <laughs> of course not. I well, never a white person typing black people bothers me. Now, I will say, people. I will say it is worse for if a white person's typed that or any black person people. that is non-black typing that. But a black person typing that is still dangerous and irresponsible. You don't know what you do when you put that type of um, that wording out there. It's, there are implications being made that one, that black people don't support Asians, that. Right we need to do a better job. It's also an implication that we better be grateful that Asians supported us during Black Lives Matter March. So you better support us with this and you better be our saviors because we gotta be at the forefront of the motherfucking civil rights and social justice movements at all times because that's our jobs. We can never be tired. We gotta fight everybody's fight. Which technically we do. So 
we're Which actually supporting we them. Do. We're actually support. It's actually kind of redundant because we are at the forefront of that. And we're in support of you by default. Because we all fight white supremacy. White and supremacy is the common enemy. Boom. And it's, I just want to say this. There's, you know, a large swath of um, ethnicities that encompass the term Asian American. You have our East Asians, which are, you know, considered model, the model minorities. Then we have Southeast Asians. We have all kinds of, um, you know, distinctions and they have their own um, experiences. What I will say about East Asians and this model minority thing, this is why we have to be very careful with this banner of people of color, because it's almost like this thing where, you know, because we're not white, we're all together in solidarity with each other. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, I will like to say when I say mod, this model minority thing is because um East Asians are typically known to come to America and assimilate into the culture. They want everything is American. They want that adjacency to whiteness. And what happens when they come to America, they want to be American and they want this adjacency to whiteness and whiteness equates to white supremacy. And therefore, there are these um, also ingrained attitudes about Black people coming from the Asian community. So there's, there's that. But it's not like Black people want violence to happen to other ethnic right. groups. Exactly. And to make that inference is just terrible to me. But you're not going to issue a directive to the black community <laughs> about standing up for other people. We do it already. We already Period. do it. Period. Don't go telling me what the fuck to do. Stop telling black people what we should and shouldn't be doing. Just like Asians are in a monolith, Neither are black people. Yeah. And you know what kills me? This tweet has been deleted. I know listen, it was. Because listen, these people know what they're doing. They, they know, know what, what they're, they're doing. Because <laughs> the original tweet actually, it was a link that said, join, support, and donate. Coalition of minority Americans come together to dismantle hate. And then for some reason, whoever made the tweet and monitors their Twitter account both need to put that in the tweet, how Black people can be strong allies to Asian Americans right now. Wow. <laughs> now, how are we getting, why are we being single? I mean, I know people are putting up the banners on um, Instagram, Stop Asia. I mean, I think that's an individual choice. That's up to you if you want to you know, show solidarity by doing that. And that's fine. I, have no I didn't feel the that. need to do that because we fight in a common, a common, we have a common enemy. Yes. 
I already support you by default. Exactly. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate. It's the same fight. It's same. It's really the same thing. <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same fight. And this is for my niggas. This is for my business. Okay. Now, I do also want to ex- expand. I said Asian American, but I, I believe the term that they're going by now is AAPI. Um, and that's Asian American and Pacific Islanders. Yes. So, yeah. Nevertheless, but, but it is important to talk about the different um, ethnic and cultural makeups of Asian as well, because even some Asians feel that Asian representation only looks like Korean, Chinese, and Japanese sometimes. Right. Fair-skinned Asians. And so... But that is their fight to speak and vocalize about. And Absolutely. Do and they have them. to take... Well, and you know, they've done... They have done a, spe- a stellar do- job of coming out and speaking up and, and, and leading the... Um, leading the fight for what's right in this case, right. you know, and I'm allowing them to do that. Right. Yeah. I support it. I actually have to remind people all the time that Indians are Asian. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Southeast Asian. Yep. South Indians, Malaysians, uh, Thai. Taiwanese. Uh, yeah. So many. Yeah. So, um, you have my empathy. Stop Asian hate. Mm-hmm. Have y'all been paying close attention to this Cardi B versus Candace Owens fight on Twitter? No, I haven't. I've been kicking <laughs> at it. I've been kicking at it. Baby. And, you, and listen, when I see stuff like this, you know, because I know how you guys are. I'll be like, should I screenshot this? And, but then uh, I'll be like, no, I'm not going to do it. Because if I screenshot these and send them, they're not going to say nothing. <laughs> so I don't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know us too well. I know you very well. Uh, but those back and forths were something it else. It was a heated exchange. I honestly haven't looked at every single tweet because I'm like, this is exhausting. <laughs> And I don't got time. I I had time. I was off. I enjoyed them. What was your favorite tweet? It's, you know, watching those two argue is just... (laughs) Watching two people you don't like argue, how is that for you? (laughs) Comedy. (laughs) It brings you joy. Anita Baker. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. That was a bar. That was a bar. Okay. Um. (laughs) You bring me joy like Anita Baker. (laughs) That was a bar. Okay. I'm a rapper sometimes, you know. But, uh, yeah. They were a kiki. I mean, listen, I don't know what they're arguing about, but apparently uh, somebody's being sued. I don't even know why the argument started. The argument started because Candace Owens had an issue with 
Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B performing WAP at the Grammys. Oh, okay, yeah. And so they just, she felt like it was, you know, she felt had her opinion about how low that was, even despite them changing up the lyric for it to be made for television. And Cardi initially started with, you know, people are attacking Cardi, but she did her performance at 10 p.m., Eastern Standard Time. She changed her lyrics. And it's really up to parents to be controlling what their children are watching. If you don't, and what, what's your child doing up at 10 p.m. on a Sunday? Now, this is her point. She was basically like, why your child up at 10 p.m. on a Sunday unmonitored watching television? If you don't want them watching that, then make sure that they don't. Um, of course, the teen audience is old enough to consume this, but a lot of people are making it about children watching these type of things. This is the same argument we've been having since the 90s because they used to okay, attack Little Kim for it. because of these explicit records. And I do know that children have a lot easier of access to these type of things now that it becomes harder to be a parent. Shield them, yeah. Yeah. You can find porn in three seconds, you know, <laughs> or less. Um, But we do still have parental control. And I do think it is a parent's job to monitor what the children are doing. Well, that's a shame. I mean, the thing is, the Grammys, the kids have been watching that for years. Kids have been watching the Grammys for years. Um, you know, this is the same thing that um, they wouldn't let other Black women do in the past. It's interesting that they're, they're um, you know, it, listen, it's the Grammys. It's supposed to be a family award show, but it's not giving that anymore. So yeah. uh, it, it, it's not giving that anymore. So um, it wasn't that explicit to me. Well, if you watch that performance, it was a lot. Well, it was a lot of ass. The it was, it was a lot of ass, ass shaking. That, yeah, that was, was a lot. lot of ass shaking. Yeah, I think that I think that says a lot about how I normalize ass shaking. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a I lot. Don't, I don't see that. As but a it's twenty twenty one. Like it, ass, the ass shaking, shaking is, a lot. is what's in. Uh-huh, yeah. Anyway, You're that's right. how it started. Um, and then <laughs> <laughs> that's how it started. Yes. And then somehow it got to uh, Cardi B shutting her down. Like, shouldn't you be worried about your man and your brother sleeping together? And she shared some um, some tweets about it. So that became a big conversation. Turns out that the two tweets were false news. Um, and so Candace was like, I'm going to sue, basically she's going to sue her for putting that into the universe. And now she's, <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. I'm like, Candace, <laughs> can you just focus on moisturizing your wrap, your thin wrap, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so sick of you. It's so true. 
god. It's a kiki. Any, so any, you, have, you have any thoughts, Lindsay? No. <laughs> that sounds a mess. It's a fool. It really is. It does. That's the the ignorance, the typos, oh, the, the, I re- bet it was the reading, horrible. the reading of it all, the uh, the implications, the the backpedaling. I mean, it was a lot. I will say this though, Cardi, you got to be more careful. You got to just uh, everything is not meant to be responded to. to, and why does she have time? Well, Don't you, you got an album coming out soon. You have to, a child, like, <laughs> stop. You have two children. You have, and when I say that, I mean her husband and her. Oh, no, I caught. <laughs> yeah. You have two children. You have a lot on your plate. It's some stuff that you have to outgrow, especially the more success you have. And this is just not, I'm not, I'm not taking away her ability to speak whenever she wants to. I'm not trying to silence her, but I'm trying to save you problems. Oh, (laughs) you're making more problems. Because this lawsuit is just going to cost you money. Mm -hmm. And yes, you have it. You have it. But that's money. But do you want to give it to this woman? I know she don't want to give her a thin dime. And if you don't want to give her any money, then don't engage with her. Don't engage with her. Barring with her was not smart. It's not smart. And Candace Owens, though she's not smart either, (laughs) she is a strategist. She is very strategic. She would jump on something the minute she can. Absolutely, to see if she can capitalize on something. You fed right into the thing. You you fed right into it. Uh, I, I, wish I, just, could, uh, I wish I could ask Amarosa what she thinks about that exchange. Oh, God. <laughs> Her and Amarosa ain't far removed. Well, I kind of feel like... It's something know. very dark. About their personalities. Well, I literally think well, Candace Owens punches the air during her naps. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm almost sure of it. This is the type of person you, you've never seen those videos where some people just be walking in the street and they just mm-hmm. jump in front of a car. She yes. was trying to find a fight. That's her literally <laughs> <laughs> jumping in front of vehicles. Like, literally, like, what you driving for? <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you in the street while I'm in the street? <laughs> yeah, she's an idiot. <laughs> well, Miss Owens, I hope you win. <laughs> oh, wow. Why that's terrible. <laughs> Damn. Oh my God. <clears throat> All right, sweetie, publicly breaks up with Quavo. 
And all I got to say is about goddamn time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So she made a statement basically like, do we have the original statement? Let me find it. I'm just going to edit this out. Put it in a love song. I don't want to like Girl, you don't know about that. Don't listen to your morning light. <laughs> you don't know nothing about that, sweetie. You know that it be trying to stay alive. I love no. me some Paula Cole, bitch. <laughs> you couldn't tell me one thing about Paula Cole. Oh, he's talking about me. <laughs> I'm talking about him. And we don't know about that, bitch. That 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 fucking song had niggas in the streets. Trust me, was that girl? (laughs) And I'll never forget that year the Grammys. It was Paul Cole and Sean Colvin, and Sean Colvin took the Grammy. And I was like, why the fuck did she had some real popular song that the white people loves called "Sunny Came Home"? But where have all the cowboys gone? Come on. Like, Paula Cole was the girl. <laughs> that was okay. my... Ooh! That was she my sung, And she sung down. Love to see it. All right. So, Sweetie tweeted, I'm single. I've endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character. Presence don't band-aid scars, and the love isn't real when the intimacy is given to other women. Oh. And then Quavo says, I had love for you and disappointed you did all that. You are not the woman I thought you were. I wish you nothing but the best. And Sweetie retweets him and says, take care. And you know that take care is gonna resound. And she played Drake's album after that. She yeah, it was given, bitch. That please. take care, that that stung both of them because that was like the nail in the coffin. That take care was it it meant a lot. I think <laughs> I actually think that tweet helped her even more. Yes, okay. I see the type mm-hmm. of nigga you are. Yeah, because you're going to blame me for your infidelity and your bullshit. The f- And I quote, the, the part that stuck out most to me, you are not the woman I thought you were. Oh, Baby, because I didn't keep your secrets? gaslighting. Because I didn't keep your secrets, bitch. Because I told your fans what a fuck nigga you are. Right. You just like all the rest. You mad? <laughs> I cannot believe he even said that and felt comfortable saying she that. She was just supposed to go away, you know, quietly, like not say anything. How dare I you put out my business? Please. Your business is my business. You Your business is my business because we've been together for three years. And Knock guess what? Off. We ain't just no fucking small couple in these streets. We are a public couple. So if somebody finds out about your cheating, they know our business. <laughs> Dummy. 
<laughs> you sleeping with these other holes that run their motherfucking mouth? It's all going to come out. It, I've already heard murmurings about what exactly transpired. Like, it's already beginning to bubble to the surface. Of course, it always does. He thought he was going to be the man and be like, I'm going to control my holes behind the scene. No. Go ahead on and take your sister with you. And this is what I can't stand because his sister, his sister made some comment about, you know, she's been quiet. She's been quiet um, long enough. You know, people are bashing her brother and sweetie isn't the girl that, you know, people think she is. What the fuck they got to do with this? She, first of all, that's not being in support of your brother. You think it is dummy, but it really isn't. Instead of you as a woman. I was glad to go there. As a woman. Standing up for what's right, because I have a brother and I know how I would handle this. I would not want to see people making fun of him or calling him a cheetah girl or or any of that. I would just be like, all y'all need to go head on and worry about what's going on in your own house. Period. Boom. No, I wouldn't bash his ex-girlfriend. Exactly. And then when her aunt... When Sweetie's auntie responded to her, she's like, oh, she's a dis- she's a she's a self-centered bitch who nobody likes. Really? Really? A lot really? of people seem to like her. Her fans like her. Right. And that's translating to dollars. It don't even matter what you're trying trying to make her look like this awful person because your brother, your brother was in these streets. That's not cool either. Trying to discredit her, trying to malign her. Come on. And you a grown woman. Girl, shut up. Shut your ass up. Because if somebody was <laughs> cheating on you, Child, how would you want that to play out? You gonna protect him too? Oh, I, you know, is that the cold? Exactly. And I really wonder if Quavo and his dumb ass would be making all these public declarations on your behalf. He probably think women that cheat are hoes, but it doesn't apply to men. Of course, he thinks that. Mm-hmm. It's true. So. That you're right. That tweet is what she really needed to probably pick herself up and dust dust herself off. Yeah, quickly. Ridiculous. That whole shit is ridiculous. They'll be fine. I know she will. He, I guess we'll be fine. But you know, Emery and I were talking about this the other day, like. Young, you know, these young men having access to all these money, this money. Oh, yes. I can have everything. I can have any car, any Mm -hmm. bitch, anything they want is that everything is at their disposal. Yep. It's beyond a sense of entitlement. It's like they're drunk. It's a power. The power. 
when men get money, especially men that come from like, nothing. We can't even be like, oh, they don't really, you know, they don't really love their girlfriend. Not true. I'm fucking this girl right now because, you know, I can. I can. I can get any pussy gonna, I want. I can have And I ain't even going to say no names, but even some of y'all favorite male celebrities act mm. like this. Some of the ones y'all idolize, they all have cheated. They all behave this way. They act like they have to get these pussies, no matter. And on a lower scale, on a lower scale, mm -hmm. men that are on the top of the food chain. Oh, yeah. They got a little money. They got a big dick. They got a nice body. They fine. I can have anything. I can any have time, anything. I can have any. I can have it all. Any attribute that is like at the top of the totem pole. Yes. I'm highly desired. Uh, I can do what I want to do. I can do what I want. Lyrical Ma, you had a point to make. Um. Yeah, I did. But I did forget <laughs> at this point. Um, but that's okay. Oh, um, but sweetie, but yeah, I know what it is. Aside from that, because so, I thought we were moving on, but sweetie's father is fine. Mm -hmm. He a crap Have you too. seen him? Is oh, he? yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that's why I like him. And what's crazy <laughs> is she looked just, she looked just like him. Right, she That's always said she looked like her mama, but she looks like her daddy. She looked like her daddy. She looked like her black side. She don't look nothing like the Asian side. What? Mm-mm. And it's a beautiful family. Her, her, her father, oh, her father's child's playing next to her Yes. Oh, mm. and they're younger too. Oh, bitch. <laughs> he like he like um he like Emery's daddy, my um <laughs> my step uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he would be? He would be your brother. No way. Yeah. <laughs> my step brother. No, actually. Her family, it's a beautiful family. It would be your ex-husband. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so are you girls on are you girls on Facebook? I win. I win. <laughs> that is a key key. That's a key. Baby. Shared parent. Well, congratulations, sweetie. No shade. Congratulations, sweetie. Because she's going to move on and she's going to, you know, do what she wants to do. Okay? You're free. You're yeah. free. And guess what? Freedom is sweet. It is. Cheers <laughs> to sweetie being single. Yep. All right. Who's on the docket to shut their motherfucking mouth this week? Shut your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> mm. 
Hmm. Her lip gloss is sticky and uneven. <laughs> Rumor has it Jay Z still wants to have her jump. <laughs> she was in the movie Crazy Sexy Cool, and she was the first C. <laughs> The person that needs to shut their motherfucking mouth this week is Little Mama. God, again? First and foremost, I would impolitely like to ask Miss Mamas to shut her motherfucking mouth. And here's why. Miss Naisha Jessica Kirkland has made some transphobic comments. She basically insinuated that trans people become trans and children become trans early because there's this like agenda for depopulation at all costs. I don't even know or can't even begin to make sense of what the fuck she means. What does Um, that mean? um, So I'm going to read it. She retweeted this in her stories. So children are too young to smoke cigarettes, too young to drink alcohol, too young to get a driver's license, too young to go to the club, too young to gamble, too young to rent a car, but old enough to cut off their genitals and or change their gender. This is insanity. And she also added the quote, her own personal quote, depopulation at all costs. Cat fights, sword fights used to be a cat, now I'm a dog, whatever, to stop new life reproduction. What the fuck are you talking (laughs) about? What are you talking about, you idiot? (laughs) She is so dumb. She's an imbecile. She is so fucking dumb. She has to walk around with a dunce hat. Like, bitch, you are stupid. Oh my God. You need to sit and time out where all people that are five two and stupid should be. I'm pretty sure her I'm pretty sure her childhood fucked up. Cause her hatred is is real. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm just trying you know to make what, sense of what she's trying to say. I don't understand what I she's even saying. I don't understand what she means. Depopulation. Depopulation. What are you talking about? Do you think that trans people can um, reproduce? Literally, Ooh. that goes to show that you don't even know trans people the in your meaning, life. You don't even know the meaning of the word you're using. You don't. And you're so, once again, heterosexuals and their obsession with With genitals. That's all they, that's all they can think about. You're changing your genitals. You're cutting off your genitals. That's Um, all they can, it's an unhealthy fixation on genitals. Do you think that all trans people get sexual reassignment surgery? Not all exactly. And do you think trans people are just worth the sum of their parts? Do you also think that because someone becomes trans, that doesn't mean they can be either gay or straight? That's how misinformed you are, because you don't even realize (laughs) that sexuality and gender are two different things. 
this is just another attempt to dehumanize trans people and make them disposable. That's all. Your implications that these are all implications that they should not exist. If I'm not mistaken, in America, I want to say about 1% of the population is trans. What the fuck are you talking about in regards to depopulation? (laughs) She's so Mm -hmm. dumb. She's so fucking dumb. Like, this is some mass. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, they're trying to get us to remove our parts, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said. <laughs> you talking about? And I hope it's gonna come. Sense. And I hope this is gonna come back to haunt me. But I don't fight women, but I will fight little mama. <laughs> I will fight her. I hope it doesn't come back to haunt me. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be a rap. I'm trying to be a rap star. I, you know, I'm trying to do what I gotta do. But I might fight her. Like she's so disrespectful. <laughs> I will fight her on behalf of so many people, girl. Like, <laughs> or if I'm not there, I will look at the closest chick next to me and say, "Sweetie, I got to get her for me. You <laughs> get her for me, daughter. Because honestly, I somebody's got to do it. I don't like her. Um, Laomi said today that little, little, uh, <laughs> little trash can." Has had her blocked on Twitter since 2000. I think Rihanna. Yes. Um, why you have her blocked? You blocked Leone for some you, shit did, you said about her. Yeah. Didn't you attack her Ugh. on national television? See, and that um, just tells me what type of bitch she is. Yes, exactly. Keep in a, mind. A big, a big nostril one. You had her block was before she was even even a celebrity with a blue badge. Right. You blocked somebody that was a regular degla on the street because you was ashamed of something you said. She also made the comment, how can I be transphobic? How can I be transphobic when y'all call me little bow wow? I saw what that. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? If anything, though, if I have to know. add any, anything to that, it is technically transphobic to misgender her as a person. Well, it's, yeah, it's misgendering. Yeah, but that's something being done to her. That's something being done to that you. That doesn't prevent you from being transphobic. <laughs> Oh, you get a getaway free motherfucking card? <laughs> because you let them call you, make jokes about you being bitch. I little can't Bow be wow. trans. I'm little Bow Wow. What the fuck does that have to do with she anything? so dumb. But then she doubles really down is. and says um, she needs to start a heterosexual rights movement because soon as people say something that they don't agree with, um, gay people... When people say things that they don't agree with, the LGBTQ movement or people try to attack them or bully her. I don't I don't get why people don't want to treat other people with respect. I, I just it's it boils down to 
treating someone else with humanity. There is this fucking commitment to ignorance, commitment to stupidity that I am just not, I can't get in line with. It's exhausting. It's frustrating. We are at, the community is asking for to be treated with humanity. And if correcting your stupid ass about their experience is what it takes, then oh fucking well. And sometimes just even basic civility. Like, oh my God. Because you could just shut your fucking mouth and mind your business, and you wouldn't even have to be bothered. I'm so tired of people opening their mouths about things that they don't know. It's okay to say you don't know or understand. Just because your cousin is a stud don't mean you know what a trans woman's <laughs> experience is. It's true. Did she, did she say that she, her cousin was a stud? No, but they always like, oh, there are people in my family that are in the But there go. You I don't got a gay friend. Them. I have a stud cousin. But what's that got to do with trans You people? do and not listen. respect them or their experience. So don't when, be bringing and... them up now when right. it's convenient <laughs> to make an and argument. Then... You don't respect them or their experience. And when they say that, I say, listen. We don't know if you have a stud cousin or not. Okay? Is she here? We, <laughs> we really don't know. Bring her with know. you. We don't know if you made that up. We don't know if it's really your cousin. Stop bringing up other people that you know that are gay. Of course you know someone that's gay. <laughs> of course there's someone in the family that's gay. The fuck? You didn't prove anything. I'm so, so sick of the conversation. I feel like a lot of people believe that Trans folks are just coming out of nowhere and they just all popping up out of nowhere, child. Where they yeah. come from? <clears throat> People are They've feeling, been around longer than you think. They've been around longer than you think. And they're finally feeling brave enough to live their lives and you're mad about it. That's all this is about. They're not popping yeah. up out of nowhere. They've always been here. You are not in charge of humanity because you are heterosexual. And I really need y'all to get that. Let that sink in. You think because shit just checked out for you conveniently because your gender and your sex aligned. Aligned. And you're straight that, you know, why? I don't understand how anybody that's not like me could exist. Because you only live in your world. And the world agrees with that's the way things are supposed to be. It's kind of like accepting that people like shit in their mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Can you get that? You ignorant motherfucker. You can't control it. It just is. It's scientific. (laughs) scientific but no in in a way like but (laughs) everyone does have their own walk of life everyone does have their own walk of life yeah 
And because you don't live that way, think that way, I don't know. I'm, so I'm not really for... They, they just do it just to do it. I'm and not here know, for her, bigotry. At all. And, and her starting that petition. And then she brought some nigga on live. You didn't even get to that part. Um, where they were trying The guy to in the live is the one that made that original tweet, I believe. That she screenshot and reposted her story so they end up meeting together and talking about it on instagram live he was then, just as dumb as she was oh well, wow yeah talking about pedophilia. Shit. you know yes it, it just here we go i'm like these niggas and bitches and nigga bitches you know a light-skinned nigga bitch at that <laughs> um sitting up here talking this <laughs> it's really enraging like I wish I was the girl so I could punch her in her nose. Wait, like, is that the guy that said um, because people become trans so they can go in bathrooms and, and rape people? <laughs> Listen, I don't know if it was him, but somebody said that. I, I heard somebody said yeah, that. something crazy like, I mean, before. <sighs> he didn't say it that way, but that was the that was that was the, the implication. That was the implication. <laughs> That that um men are dressing as women so they can go in bathrooms and molest children. I have questions and follow-up questions about that. When has a trans person done that? Right. Please show me the statistics. <laughs> the statistics of this issue. Because we know in the child molestation game, it's straight white men that are leading. They're in the lead. been in the league. Can we talk about it? These girls You're are just... trying to live their lives, child. My second question, um, are you letting your young children go to the bathroom by themselves unattended? Mm-hmm. Right. That's a good one. <laughs> no. That's a good one. I have questions. Right. Exactly. So the same man that got dressed as a woman so he could go in the bathroom to molest a child is going to fight you. So he's going <laughs> to molest the kid. They fought you. Oh, I got to be careful because oh, I got I to gotta I gotta fight, fight somebody every time I go kid. to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I have to beat a trans person up just because what? <laughs> yeah. It's because you let your child in there alone, barefoot. Like, make it make sense. <laughs> None of this, I don't know. It's just preposterous. I'm sick of it. And people I'm don't realize when they create this mass hysteria, this, 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 this fear in people, you make people scared of trans people. And that all contributes to transphobia. Because they're thinking it's something that is not. <laughs> that ignorance. <sighs> Listen. Listen, I take back what I said. I'm a man. It's... I don't want to punch her in her face. But I wish a girl would punch her in her face. <laughs> oh, you choosing I wish, violence today. I wish, I wish Laomi would punch her in her face. How about that? Listen, not to bring Laomi into this. We said, but this I wish earlier. she. Would, 
I wish he would punch her in the face. We said this he earlier in everybody. another conversation. People are so focused on not being called something as opposed to actually not being that. Not being that. Exactly. I, how can I be transphobic? Don't call me that. You're so focused on not being called it that you're not thinking about what the fuck you're saying. And you don't want to check that. Fuck. That's a problem for me. And because we check you, we're bullies now. Okay. Um, that's all I have to say about that. In the words of Jack A. Harry, the lip gloss was never that popping. <laughs> <laughs> and in the words, and in the words of um, Jaren. <laughs> Like he said on this show, <laughs> in the words of Eve, I don't even know you, but I hate you. <laughs> and that's to you, little mama. That is to you. <laughs> I don't even know you, but I hate you. Thank you, Jaren, for reminding me of that quote. I hold it dear to my motherfucking heart. Okay. It applies to <laughs> many things. I don't even know you, but I hate you. <laughs> it applies to so many things. Yes. Yes, it does. Mosaico is a large study that will try to prove whether the ex- experimental vaccine regimen can prevent HIV infection in North America, Latin America, and Europe. To do this, the study will enroll cisgender men and transgender people who have sex with cisgender men or transgender people. If Mosaico can show that the study vaccine regimen works, it will be a very important step on the way to finding a safe and effective vaccine that will protect people around the world from HIV. For more information about Mosaico study, go to www.mosaicostudy.com. Is the T-O-D the topic of the day? Something came across my desk where I saw two friends very enraged about a you know a friendly situation where a friend introduced one of their friends to someone else and then the two friends got closer than the original person um and it just caused friction in their friendship and this new triangle of friendship now oh i can't even call it that um this new boundary between the three. So it calls for conversation on what, how we all feel about that and what our stances are. Have you all ever been in a situation like this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, more than once actually. <laughs> yeah, me too, more than once. <laughs> uh, I remember back in, what grade was that? I want to say seventh grade. Um, I won't even say names, but I, I was very close with this girl between grades fifth through seventh. And mm-hmm. she introduced me to this new student. Um, and for some reason, me and the new girl just got really close instantly. Now, of course, that girl had 
other intentions when she first met me because she had a sexual romantic attraction to me. But my gay ass honestly didn't even know or notice. (laughs) Um, But through her romantic attraction, we end up becoming friends. And of course, that dissipated and it just became a friendship. Um, And the girl that introduced us was so envious of that because we started talking on the phone a lot and it started as three-way conversations, but then it became like two-way conversations with me and just a new girl. (laughs) And I would talk to the other girl too that introduced us, but um, it wasn't as frequent. Mm. She put us on blast one time in front of the class. (laughs) Oh my goodness. She was so mad at our friendship. One time we called her because we felt like we were excluding her, right? And it was a conversation about something random. And I just made a joke. It wasn't even real. I was just like, yeah, keeping secrets like that black bag of um, VHS tapes in your mama's closet. Like talking about porn, right? (laughs) 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 This is like 2005. So I was just making a joke about, I forgot how it even came up. And then she just was mad about something and she got in front of the class. just like, yeah, because y'all called me talking about them fucking porn, porn VHS tapes. And I'm, I'm like, why y'all calling me? Ooh. And then me and the girls just sit there like, that wasn't the conversation. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh wow. But she wow. really painted the picture that that was the conversation. And um I guess my point is I could never understand why her emotions were so intense about that. Wow. Well yeah, and y'all were only in seventh grade. In seventh she took, grade. She took her friend away from her. And that's what I've come to realize. Like some people feel like you're taking a friend away. Um, do you have an experience like that, maybe? <laughs> of course I do. Oh. <laughs> well, so do you I have do. anything that you want to share? Uh, Just in general. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it happens. And, you know, I'm definitely the type of person that, you know, everybody that comes into my world usually meets everybody else. And sometimes some of those people have a, 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 you know, a closer connection. Sometimes they have more in common. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, and I definitely have had friends in my life that are protective of me. And when, um, and when they see somebody else calling me best friend, they'd be like, bitch, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. Um, but yeah, when I see two people get close, and I realized that, you know, their closeness has nothing to do with, you know, it's it's okay with me. It, it really is. To me, I'll be thinking, good for y'all. I, I do. I'm, I'm the same way. If it's my best friend, you know, then, you know. Does that make you a little different? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. 
uh, but I don't know because I haven't I haven't lived in those shoes. I don't I don't know what that feels like. You wouldn't even be able to imagine. Nobody else can have the relationship that I have with my best friend. That's how I feel about it. I feel like yeah. it's not a competition and despite whatever you create with my friend, it doesn't affect what we have. No. Yeah, that's how I feel. I've actually been on both sides of the stick where um, when I left Chicago to go to college um, in New York, so I was very far away, uh, my closest friend in in high school, she had a friend that she already knew before me, but because she went to high school, they kind of weren't as close as we were because we were close from, you know, starting from sophomore year all the way up to when I graduated. And um, and we're still close to this day. However, when I was waiting for college, they went to college together. They went to the same school and they became roommates. And uh, it created a different dynamic of where now they were speaking every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we were not. And so, and then even when I would come visit, like she was just kind of always there. I would be lying if I never, not jealous, but I did. Did you feel some type of way? Not some type of way. But I did want to know, given that we were not speaking every day and they were getting closer and then I had new friends in college, if we were growing apart. Mm-hmm. But for me, what always grounded me and made all of that anxiety go away was the fact that when we would meet up, it was like I never left. The conversations were easy. I felt comfortable. It was not awkward. Every time we speak, it's not, we speak for hours in love. So the relationship and love is still there. It's just that we don't speak as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not really a competition. Of course, I think that um, what we go through as humans, when relationships develop or become something else, or evolve, sometimes we miss how things used to be. And I don't yeah. want to make that about the other person, you know, the, the other friend. It's more so about the memories. Mm-hmm. I miss how we used to talk like that. But I mean, with being grown shit, things can't be the same way. <laughs> I mean, if you made the effort, you could still speak like that. You could, um, yeah, and it really depends on the two if they want to make that um, make that change to adapt to the, the new time. But another realization you have to make is maybe you all spoke so much because it was convenient given that y'all shared the same space for so long. Mm-hmm. I we went to school together or right. y'all worked in the same company together or y'all went right. to college together. 
And so once you remove that, um, that commonality, that shared space, now it's like, well, we don't really have a reason necessarily that forces us to interact every day. So, um, what yeah, about you, just, Lindsay? Um, ha, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm ex- well. I used to be one of three friends, and yeah, the other two friends got close, and you know, it was what I mean. Eh. Oops. I'm not friends with either of them now. Like Oops. in that instance, I'm not friends with either of them now. So Oops. it doesn't matter. Oh, you introduced them. Um, I believe that's how it happened. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I introduced them and then they got closer. I mean, we were all three friends, but they got definitely got closer. You know, I don't know how well that was a long time ago. I don't necessarily know how it made me feel possibly left out at that time you know because I don't I'm necessarily never been one for like a big group of friends I'm not that type of girl Mm -hmm. I've usually like in my life had I've had like five you know what I mean the girls that I know and then I've had like two close friends you know two or three close friends mm-hmm. you know it's always kind of been like that but in that instance I think I did introduce them and they did wind up getting closer and I don't know back then I probably felt left out I probably did feel some type of way about it you know especially to the friend that I um oh I can't even remember if I was closer to one than the other I can't even remember. That's how long ago it was. But um, sometimes those, I mean, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it does happen. It happens. With friends, you know, sometimes it does happen with friends. I'm older now and I'm definitely, you know, I'm definitely, I don't think I, if that happened now, I wouldn't feel any kind of way about it. Because um, yeah, it's like life goes on. I, I didn't even think to realize like, I literally introduced um, the um, Jay Bolin <laughs> to another friend um, that's in my Garcon house now, and I introduced them, and they got really close. But it escaped my mind because I have my friendships with both of them separately, and it doesn't affect anything, you know. Um, but see, of course, these things happen a little bit what later, like 2000, what, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of in a different place, mature, maturity wise. Well, then again, I've never really been a person to fixate on like feelings of jealousy anyway. Um, so again, they both would come to me and the relationship would be just what it was. And I don't know, I just because I can't relate to somebody seeing like feeling like they have ownership of how other people are allowed to be friends mm-hmm. like i introduce y'all so every time y'all talk i gotta be involved <laughs> <clears throat> ain't that crazy if y'all well, go that, out to eat i gotta be there 
well, that actually happened, but that was that was in a different framework. Oh, that happened for you. Uh, yeah, you know damn well it happened for me. <laughs> oh, well, no, actually, I didn't know that he, I didn't know that that one did that. Yeah, that's basically what everything was about. Like, you're, you know, you are my friend. So regardless, good, bad, ugly, you're supposed to side with me. You're not supposed to side with anybody oh, else. in that regard, you're yes. You're not supposed to side with anybody else. You're not supposed to be close with the person I introduce you to. Right. Well, he didn't introduce us. You <laughs> 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 think he did. <laughs> he really didn't. <laughs> he really didn't. I remember meeting you. <laughs> I met you first. Actually. <laughs> uh, right. It's so true. I met you first. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> well, I think it can be hard when you're the person that get left out altogether. Mm-hmm. It- it ain't well for me back then it wasn't it was not cool i didn't no, think it's, it cool. it's not it feels like it feels fake i could imagine and forced and contrived and it was ridiculous at a certain point like there's some type of alliance being made mm-hmm. against you and it was and it's it's crazy <laughs> Okay, you know what? That Lindsay, she's kind of judgmental. Can we leave her out? <laughs> Can we no. leave her out? Can we leave her out? I don't feel like dealing with her today. Marcus, that's so funny you say that. That is one of the things. <laughs> that Sorry. Lindsay, she's so fucking judgmental. I would have never guessed. Sorry, sis. <laughs> I am not judgmental now. <laughs> I said they said it. I did, you know. The who you used to be. Who you used to be. Definitely. Right. Um, no, I'll take all those horrible attributes that I used to have. I own them. <laughs> what, what if y'all introduce y'all current partners to someone and they became like super close friends to the point where they hung out more. Well, not let me not say more <laughs> because that's giving like, bitch, you got me fucked up. You got right. me fucked up. Right. But they became like really close after you introduced them. Did you feel a way I, about it? Well, I, I can say I definitely would feel a way about it. But after this conversation, I can definitely see that I'm the kind of person that can identify chemistry, you know, outside of myself. Like, you know, if someone has chemistry with somebody else, you can see it and it's beautiful. If this bitch is starting to impede on my time, Mm -hmm. then I'll have a problem. Um, But I, I do think that I would be open to letting my man be close to somebody that I introduce him to, at least, you know, I introduce him to the bitch. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) 
I would think that when you when you introduce your partner to a friend, you almost kind of feel like, well, at least I know I can trust this new person. Maybe. Well, it would be like it would be like I know I could trust my man. Bitch. I don't know if I can trust this whole. But I'm if not you consider the the friend a friend, and you consider your lover a lover, then I would think that mm-hmm. introducing them should be actually um, a good thing. Yeah, like a good thing, and yeah. also no anxiety or fear because I, I know both of y'all. Bitch. Yeah, and, I know and, both of y'all. And if she and if she start hanging out with him without me. Because imagine your your lover randomly getting a new friend, in your case, Lindsay, you know, someone of the opposite sex, mm-hmm. or for us, someone of the same, I'm sorry, the same gender or opposite gender. Mm-hmm. When you don't know that person and you're bringing them in and your partner gets close to them, you can't be like, what is this new friendship about? You know, we grown. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> right. It would be... <laughs> So I feel like with I feel like with knowing I feel like with knowing the friend, it kind of makes it more serious. Well, (laughs) it's so funny that you say that because my boyfriend has two very close friends who are both girls. I didn't introduce him to them, but he does have two close friends. They exist as friends before you even Mm -hmm. met. Yeah. But yeah, it be like that sometimes. It'd be like that. I have definitely been a see. That's another side of the stick I've been on. <laughs> In a way, I have been <laughs> the lover that got introduced to the friend. <laughs> oh wow! Listen, we're not going down this road today, Emery. <laughs> we're, 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 listen, we're not doing this today. Okay. <laughs> it's, not, it's not much to add to it. Is it on topic? Is it? Are you sure this is on topic? It's on topic. It's on okay. topic because I've been in Sorry. at each at each point. And um, yeah, you you've been in all three shoes. I've been on all three, baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all three. Okay. Damn, bitch, you get around. I'm gagging. I get around. So tell me the situation where you were introduced, where you were the one who was being brought in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I I will say in the beginning stages, (laughs) stop it. Stop it. Uh no, um in the beginning stages, I think it becomes tricky because <laughs> you know that your partner sees that person as their friend, theirs, and they also are extremely close, and you don't want to disrupt that pattern, right? Um right. But I don't think it was ever my intentions to disrupt that pattern. I just think things naturally developed the way that it was meant to. 
And um, I'm not going to lie and feel like at times when me and the friend would speak, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not uh-huh. talking code, but me and the friend would speak, sometimes it did feel like, okay, if, if my partner walked in on us speaking, is he going to be like, what, what y'all, y'all talking about, about? Y'all about the fuck? Or like what y'all talking about? Because it's always a follow-up, whether on he, him asking her or asking me what the conversation was about. Oh, yeah. Because he feels like he's old because he's the connector. He feel like he's old, that information. I'm not like that. I'm, well, I'm not like that. A manipulator. If y'all look, if y'all, if, if, okay. if y'all if y'all looking suspicious, then I'ma say, what y'all talking about? If y'all not looking suspicious, I'm not gonna say nothing. Bitch, that's me. And y'all know what I mean by suspicious. Yeah. But y'all look like y'all y'all look like y'all shut y'all fucking mouth when I came in. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. What, what, but... What's going on up in here? But see, and I think that's what made it even more tricky. So with getting closer, you know what that entails. Now that means you're gonna be talking about relationship-oriented topics, things that are happening in the relationship, things that reveal who you really are. Right. <laughs> that will possibly <laughs> challenge what that friend knows. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's what makes it <laughs> a battle. That's what actually makes it cuckoo. <laughs> right. hmm Yeah. That's what makes it cuckoo, but you know, you can't find a natural progression. You can't. The girl's gonna listen to this episode and be like, see, that's why I stay to myself. <laughs> you know that type. What sign is that that just said that? What what sign is that? That's I why I just stay to myself. That's that's a... to myself. <laughs> People use that's that for everything. That's a Scorpio. Bitch. They see people fighting at the clip. This is why I don't go outside. Right. This is why I don't come out. Really? This is why? Okay. They see a building on fire. They be like, see, this is why I don't got a job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you pull that out of? Like, what the fuck? What do I got <laughs> <laughs> like, to do with this? <laughs> No, you don't have a job because you're a felon, okay? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> okay. I'm tired of explaining this. Listen, to wrap it up, all I gotta say is relationships grow the way they're supposed to, at the rate they're supposed to. You can't stop chemistry. Nope. You can't do nothing about that commonality chemistry it's nothing you can do about that 
So you can be jealous about it or you can get with the picture. It doesn't disrupt or fuck up y'all boundaries and what y'all have. But you know what? Unless you wanted to. And the only reason it might is because something's going on with you. Yeah. (laughs) Or those two people that you love and call friend or two people you call friend and one lover, they might make some um, epiphanies <laughs> about who the fuck you are. Yes, some very interesting observations. Yeah. Yeah. But life goes on. Life goes <laughs> on, honey. Okay. This episode was sponsored by Mazeko. A journey yeah. towards an HIV vaccine for all. Mosaico. 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 Please follow us at HTS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. If you're looking to purchase Hard to Swallow podcast merchandise, please do so at tpublic.com. Where may you that? <laughs> <laughs> And also check out Lyrical Mars music on all major music platforms under Mar period. (laughs) I'm dropping a single on my birthday. Yes, and he's making these asses clap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some asses clap, some booty shaking. (laughs) Booty shaking. That's what I want to see, some asses clapping. We know. What's wrong with that? <laughs> we like to say an early happy birthday to Marcus. Yes. Thanks, guys. Happy birthday. Happy Thanks, birthday. guys. Oh, my God. Thank you. And also, if you're not watching Triangle Web Series, then what is you doing? You can do so at BRTBTV.com, a series co-written by Lindsay Wagner and starring Emery Lavelle J. Yes. Yes. It's about to get cuckoo. Well, it's already cuckoo and crazy right now. Okay. Okay. Y'all need to be watching. Okay. Season six, (laughs) you guys. All right. Until next time. Happy spring and we out swallowers. Yes. The thing is, I'ma just give I'ma just get a cucumber so I can give y'all the real sound. Oh next can't time. go wrong with a cucumber. <laughs> and then dip it in some motherfucking vinegar and get a pickle. Ranch. <laughs> Ranch. <laughs> in honor of a spring, you can spring down my throat. Okay. Ranch. Ranch. Uh, natural leaves and all natural juices. <laughs> Ranch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you done yet? Oh, white, my. white ranch, white ranch, ranch, ranch. Damn, pink eye. <laughs> Fuck it. That pink guy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <Over that. laughs>